Son, why hast thou done so to us? Behold, thy father and I sought thee sorrowing. Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. With these words of the Blessed Virgin, at the finding of Jesus in the temple, <coughs> the Church gives us the essence the mystery that was the role of Saint Joseph in God's plan of wisdom and love for our salvation. I find it lovely that in Paschal Tide we have this feast of Saint Joseph. On March 19th, of course, we have Saint Joseph in Lent. But the celebration of March 19th is, what shall I call it, somewhat muted because it falls in Lent. And so the church makes a mental note and she says, we shall return to St. Joseph after Easter so as to give full expression to our jubilation in honor of St. Joseph. Behold, thy father and I sought thee sorrowing. Alleluia. What a curious juxtaposition of the word Alleluia. These words of the Blessed Virgin coming out of the distress of her immaculate maternal heart. St. Joseph, you see, shared by patience in the passion of Christ ahead of time. Jesus' disappearance for three days was a heart-breaking thing for his father, St. Joseph. And many commentators have remarked that the three-day disappearance of Jesus was in some way a foreshadowing of the three days of his passion, his death, and his birth. And so, although Saint Joseph, according to tradition, died well before our Lord's passion, death, and resurrection, it was given him by God to live something of what Our Lady lived when she accompanied her son to Calvary, took her station at the foot of the cross, received his dead body into her lap, and saw it placed in the tomb. Joseph shared in this grieving, in this sorrow of the Blessed Virgin, so we have the sense from Son, why hast thou done so to us? Behold, thy father and I sought thee sorrowing. And then the paschal word of jubilation, alleluia. So that we have in this little antiphon both the foreshadowing of our Lord's passion, death, and burial, 
and the announcement of the glory of his resurrection. Oh, this is a lovely Mass of St. Joseph for many reasons. We have in the epistle an expression that is familiar to us from the litany of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, desire of the everlasting ills. Joseph is the man who held in his arms, think of this, who held in his arms the desire of the everlasting hills. That says something about the immensity, the grandeur of St. Joseph's vocation and God's plan. And then the gospel. Many people think, and rightly, that the gospel is chosen because of the last sentence. And Jesus himself was beginning, about the age of 30 years, being, as it was supposed, the son of Joseph. And of course, the gospel was chosen because it mentioned St. Joseph. But there's another reason, a deeper reason. This gospel of the baptism of Jesus is given us on this feast of St. Joseph because it contains the words of the Eternal Father addressed to the Son. Thou art my beloved Son, in thee I am well pleased. Now for every small boy, his father is in some way the image of God. When a little boy looks at his father, he sees in him something God-like, God-like. Would not St. Joseph have said to little Jesus, Jesus, thou art my beloved son. In thee I am well pleased. That's all a little boy wants to hear from his daddy. With thee, son, I am well pleased. There is a lovely poem that says something about St. Joseph and Easter. It's entitled Limbo. The ancient grayness shifted suddenly and thinned like mist upon the moors before a wind. An old, old prophet lifted a shining face and said, He will be coming soon. The Son of God is dead. He died this afternoon. A murmurous excitement stirred all souls. They wondered if they dreamed. Save one old man who seemed not even to have heard. And Moses standing hushed them all to ask if anyone had a welcome song prepared. If not, would David take the task? And if they cared, 
could not the three young children sing the Benedicite, the canticle of praise they made when God kept them from perishing in the fiery blaze? A breath of spring surprised them, stilling Moses' words. No one could speak, remembering first fresh flowers, the little singing birds. Still others thought of fields, new plowed, or apple trees all blossom bowed, or some where dried bed fills with water laughing down green hills. Fisher folk dreamed of the foam on bright blue seas. One old man who had not stirred remembered home. And there he was, splendid as the morning sun and fair as only God is fair. And they, confused with joy, knelt to adore, seeing that he wore five crimson stars he never had before. No canticle at all was sung. None toned a song or raised a greeting song. A silent man alone of all that long found tongue. Not any other. Close to his heart, when the embrace was done, old Joseph said, How is your mother? How is your mother, son? Father and the Son.